Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello, all my lovely listeners, and welcome to episode 66 of The Social Circus. Today, I am so privileged to be joined by one of my favorite clients, and I know you're not supposed to say that, but she definitely ranks as a favorite, and I'm sure after you've heard her story today, you're going to see exactly why. So please give a warm welcome to the lovely Priya from Pune. Welcome, Priya. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. And as I always said to you, I thank the Boosting Female Founders grant, which did a stuff up, but then they fixed it by connecting <laughs> me to you. And I think that was one of the biggest, you know, sort of, yeah, blessings for me. So, yes. yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And I know that you came through one of the government programs, Boosting Female Founders, and you actually didn't win the grant and I was your consolation prize, wasn't I? <laughs> That's right. So we've been coaching together, um, is it a year? Must be nearly a year. Yeah, more than a year now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So tell, um, so all my listeners, because I love to hear this and your story, I know will particularly strike with people. What motivated you to start Puna and um, where did you come from as a, because you're now an e-commerce business, but where did you start and what was your vision with it? Oh, absolutely. Look, to be honest, I have zero sales background and probably zero marketing background, right? Mm -hmm. I come from technology industry. I did electronics and microengineering. My postgraduate study is also master's of business and, you know, information technology systems. So you can imagine all that. All my life I've been in the corporate world. I'm running projects, programs and looking after like, you know, IT portfolios, sort of, you know, business and IT projects just to make sure rolling out systems and applications to make um, life, people's lives better, right? Mm-hmm. But having said that, obviously, you know, all these things are happening and the same narrative. I've always told myself, oh, I'm doing, you know, meaningful things and I'm fulfilled and, you know, <laughs> easy. But in the back of my mind, I'm all about gender diversity and inclusion and equal opportunities and equal pay for women. That is like, it's one of my core, core value systems, right? Yes. And I also come from India. I came to Australia as a teenager. I did my university here and I've stayed back for the last 23 and odd years. I call this country my home. So I've got two beautiful homes. Um, but I'm aware of how um, there are a lot of communities of women in India where they still um, rely on sort of, you know, traditional ways where the man's the main breadwinner and if they're not, you know, the marriage is not well, they can't really get out of it because they're not self-sufficient um, yep. and they feel kind of trapped. There's domestic violence and, you know, whole other things that comes out of that. Once I had my daughter and I'm like thinking, look, basic things like housing, better school and other things like that, which we can provide our children here in Australia, I'm like how difficult it must be for women in India, especially the ones who come from difficult socioeconomic background with very little formal education. Um, So it kind of got me, you know, really into kind of this reflective mode. Uh, And fortunately, in 2019, through my networks, I found out these amazing women entrepreneurs back in India who were actually using recycled yarn that comes 
waste from upcycling uh, landfill textile waste using that and hand weaving using the handloom machinery just you mm-hmm. know and that doesn't use electricity right so yes. you hand weave fabrics beautiful beautiful gorgeous fabrics like the one you know which is just on my mm-hmm. screen behind and then you know you can make various things whatever that's bags towels you know tea towels or any other you know homeware gifts you know you name it so I was like, mm, I really want to do something about it, right? And, and that's yes. where things started ticking. This was all the seed thought before a little something called COVID hit all of us yes. in 2020, right? Um, but during COVID, a few things that happened, um, which really, really made me reevaluate my life. I experienced a very personal loss in mm-hmm. 2021 when India was going through a massive, you know, sort of COVID wave. Yes. Um, I lost someone very, very special to me. Um, out of that pain, I've taken that pain and turned it around into mm-hmm. living my life purpose because the person mm-hmm. who I lost my uncle um, was all about community building yeah. communities caring for communities um, innovating in the communities and also elevating everybody in the community to next level so yeah. I'm like why am I stopping myself when I have an opportunity to enrich the lives of these women artisans in India and also their communities right so I have mm-hmm. this great opportunity so that's when I'm like, I'm not going to sit behind, you know, hiding behind all these busy, you know, meaningful, fulfilling narrative. Rather, I'll go after my purpose. And that's when I got started. I applied for the government grant. At the first, we got an email saying, you know, oh, you won, you've been accepted. <laughs> and then they go, oops, sorry. No, that's not the case. And then, you know, obviously, I'm like, what is happening? And then they straight away connected me to you. And rest is history because, you know, you've helped me with the launch plan and, you know, helped me with the, you know, sort of preparing for the pre-launch and the actual launch. No, so, yes. Yeah, so, and here we are having a conversation today. What a story. Yeah. I know. So when when you kind of got exposed to all of these, um, you know, being Indian yourself and then knowing what was going on there and, and particularly, God, I was getting all emotional when you talk about your your uncle, even though I know that story. <laughs> um that that kind of trigger to f- help us live on purpose is so important. And so now with Puna and your homewares that you create, can you tell us how that production process happens in India and what does that look like? Because I think it's really important to hear that. I think it's, it's so inspiring. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Just sort of, yeah. And, and, and the, the women, they work so hard, right? So it's just mm. a, always say, look, all I'm doing is probably um, – facilitating and just trying to be the face but all the hard work is done by them so with Punar what we do is you know contractually we only engage ethical enterprises right where they have a guaranteed more than 70% women artisans working and they're also being paid fair wages so that's where, you know, in terms of like equal pay, equal work, that's great, but it's also fair wages. Mm-hmm. So there's no, you know, sort of differentiation between them and their male counterpart. What I've also done is when I've 
get the master contract agreement with the social enterprises that are engaged back in India. This becomes one of the key things in our contract as well about the ethical production, making mm-hmm. sure the workers are only working set hours with adequate breaks and, and then they're, wow. you know, they're getting paid the fair wages. So, so obviously contractually we are tracking all this. So right. what is, you know, our lovely, lovely ladies, um, there's various things that happen. First thing is it all starts with the beautiful, beautiful recycled yarn that yes. again comes from India. So yes. and now I'm on a quest to track the source of that landfill textile waste as well, where is where it's coming from, because I've been told that Australia is one of the top five exporter of those wastes. So now wow trying to trace that back so it's in the kind of working progress but what they do is you know that recycled yarn is definitely again made in india it is the finest quality yarn made in facilities which are like you know sort of grc the the recycling accreditation um Mm -hmm. you can go through so these are the facilities you know that's where the yarn comes from so just to stop you, Priya, just so everyone yeah. knows, because I know you know this business so well, yeah. what you're saying is essentially your homewares are made from something that would have ended up in landfill that would have been yarn waste or fabric waste. Absolutely. Yeah, that would have been the textile waste, which would have mm-hmm. just gone as a landfill somewhere, right? Whereas now <laughs> the yarn from that is taken and made into something, you know, this beautiful, beautiful your beautiful tea towels and, and things. Yeah, that's oh, that's, I love that because I think so many of us, um, I think particularly in Western cultures, we are so incredibly guilty of endless consumption and those horrible companies like um, Shen that sell this really cheap, just this fast fashion. And we contribute to all of that. And if we could see what happens to the products that don't get sold and, and those mountains of co- like clothing waste in these countries, that it's out of sight, out of mind for us here in Australia. So I'm not surprised we're in the top five contributors. I'm surprised we're not, but I guess we're not the biggest country, but that's really embarrassing. So essentially your product starts A with these beautiful facilities where you have all these ethical standards and then you're taking what would have been landfill and waste and creating something beautiful. So that's please continue, right. my lovely. <laughs> Oh, no, no, thank you. That, that's so eloquently put because I know I get very passionate and I get away with the whole story because I could talk to Lakowska more, right? I know. It is such a, and, and it's, as I always say, with this one, it's good for people and planet. That's the, you know, the utmost mm-hmm. satisfaction we get. So, yes, something, the textile waste, which could have ended up as a landfill, instead of that, we're using the yarn made out of that, that comes to, you know, these our social enterprises or, or my suppliers back in India. And what happens is that then it goes into yarn dyeing. And once again, it gives me so much pleasure. They, it, it's very rigorously managed. They, everything is natural dye. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, there's no toxins, there's no chemicals and stuff like that. And even once they weave this yarn using just, you know, it's, it's manual and labor, loops, yeah. hard work that goes in, no electricity. So this is almost like a zero emission fabric. Wow. Right? Because with every 100 meters, there's 92 kgs of CO2 that is stopped from being released into atmosphere. And right now, can I rattle it all off? Yeah, go. I love it. 
so excited because since launching what we've done is we've got we've made 900 incredibly beautiful handcrafted sustainable and ethically made tea towels mm-hmm. that has used 121 kilos of landfill textile waste or else that wow. would have been the waste sitting on the land but that's turned into you know these beautiful, beautiful products, products. Oh, Priya, take a breath can I just say yeah. you should be <laughs> proud of that that is you are actually changing the world so well done carry on my lovely <laughs> Thank you, thank you. And also we've paid fair wages for 405 metres of handloom fabric, you know, that's the, like that's been woven by the artisans. So completely. So there were four weavers. I can tell you their names, you know, show about the customer. Yeah, you know, and then I can tell you a bit about their background because we've gotten permission as well to speak a bit about them, but I'll keep it generic because obviously I don't want to name names. But yeah. two of them are actually single mothers with children. So with the money, you know, we've paid them. That's the thing, you know, it goes to their um, their good quality living, you know, sending their kids to better schools, buying them textbooks and, you know, all those kind of things. So yeah. there's a lot of good that's happening, not just environmentally, but also socially, right? Like we I love really, that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And another interesting thing, which we don't talk about, Sarah, guess what? Cotton, right? Even if it's like any kind of organic cotton, there's a lot of water that goes into growing cotton, processing air, and turning into yarn. Whereas if you just take the landfill waste, turn it into yarn, and then use that in the products, just to date, we have saved 510,000 litres of water just because, you know, it's recycled cotton, that 30%, you know, recycled cotton component Mm -hmm. that we've used. Just by keeping it 30% recycled yarn component, we were able to save 510,000 litres of water. So you can just imagine the difference, you know, that we are making here. Yeah. It's huge. And yeah. it's a, Priya, I have to say this, and um, there are so many big companies, like you are doing what we would all dream is possible. And I, I really wish that these larger manufacturers would look at what you're doing because if you can do it on your small budget, on your small scale, it should be possible for them to do this and it should be possible for us to demand better. And I guess the problem is that we're so price conscious, which is why those websites like Shen do so well, because you look at them, you see the ads all the time and you're like, oh my gosh, is that top really $9? And you should ask yourself, what? how is that made at that price? That is that is not something you want to be contributing to. So I guess um, we do have to make choices and our, our wallet tells people what we're prepared to do and if we continue to buy this fast fashion we are telling the companies we accept these terrible conditions that you're doing so that's correct that's correct Sarah and also look I I completely get it like you know people everybody is on a journey here so it's not about perfection so and that's what you know we often talk about too right but what I also want to flag is you go for a cheaper product guess what Sarah guess what it ends up back in the landfill in no time yes because it wears a way out and things. Yeah, that's right. It's like, you know, use and throw, use and throw, you know, use and dispose. Whereas with us, what we have is, you know, circularity, right? It is at the heart of our creations. These products, they are such good quality. And, and I think I've, you know, I tell you, it gives me so much joy, like for a startup to receive 
like 35 star Google reviews in a span of like, you know, six to eight months. That's kind of amazing. Like, it is amazing. Real, yeah, real, real users, right? Because even after multiple washes, it's soft, it retains, you know, it's texture. It's not your, you know, use and throw kind of thing. We are making products to last. So, yeah. and that's where you got to think about, do you want to keep buying? Think about that $9 top. And how many $9 are you spending in a year? Whereas as opposed to if you pay a higher price, but if you buy something that was made ethically and also that's sustainable, I have a story behind this dress actually that I'm wearing. Guess what? Uh, this is about, no, it's nine and a half years old. <laughs> this was made from my mom's old sari. Oh, nice. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, and we need to all be... Too. Yeah, yeah. We need to be doing more of that. And I'm actually, I'm an op shop lover and um, I have to be, have the time and be in the mood, but my youngest son, I've got him totally addicted to op shopping and he loves finding um, unusual things that I think he feels like he's wearing that other people aren't wearing, which I think is great fun as well. But if we could take and change these habits, and I guess one of the reasons why I've had you on at the moment, Priya, is because obviously July is... Um, Plastic Free July, and um, I really want to shine a light on what your business is doing in terms of sustainability, and I really want to inspire people to try and do better because what you are doing is I, I, every time I work with you, I leave thinking I have so much gratitude to have to be part of the journey that your business is on because I get to, through you, have that impact as well. But from our perspective, I guess we have that idea that it's all or nothing. I either have to do it perfectly or I don't do anything, whereas if we just made simple choices and um, I, I will share with everyone because if you've worked with me, attended one of my retreats or something, you have highly likely received one of um, Poonar's tea towels. But I have consciously chosen to purchase your tea towels as part of my corporate gifting because I know that that makes me feel really good that I'm supporting your business and the women behind that. But I'm also sharing it with other people to kind of get them to think about doing the same. So from your perspective, actually, we, we missed this. We didn't even tell people what Poonar meant. <laughs> 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 That's what I said. We could talk to the cows come home, isn't it? Because it's, you know? um, it's such a hoot, like you know. And also, can I say thank you for such kind words? And and I want to flag you are our first business gifting customer. Remember, Aww, and that's yes. how you got me started on this corporate and business gifting kind of adventure yes. journey as well. And now I'm getting so many inquiries and obviously like, you know, people are like kind of getting ready now that, I mean, by the time, you know, Christmas will already be like around the corner. Yes. But you chose Puna because this is what, right, um, Sarah, I could give you clear information right from who made it to statistics that actual real, real data and the real impact that you can track, which ties back to your company's, you know, sort of the, the corporate social responsibility that you yes. have and, you know, just sort of that they're your goals and you were able to meet the goals because you chose to support us. We were able yes. to, like, you know, work with you. So, and for that, I'm eternally grateful. It, I told you it's because of you. We have ventured into this, you know, corporate and business. I know. I love that. And I think, I think I'm really excited to see where you'll be in 12 months' time because, to me, um, you're making corporate gifting really easy because the choice is I can buy this product and it says all the things I want it to say and it's no effort. Like, I mean, that's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> But you're supporting, you know, that that's such a main thing. But yeah. Punar, the reason I chose the word is Punar is a very um 
uh, it's a word from an ancient uh, Indian language, Sanskrit language, which is close to like, you know, over two and a half thousand years old language. Mm-hmm. Um, so it takes me back to my roots. So that's why yes. I was so happy to name it, you know, using a word from our, like, you know, origin, cultural origin. Yes. means again. So it's often used in the context of rejuvenation or rebirth. Mm-hmm. And I've chosen the word because couldn't think of any better way to sort of honour the recycled yarn mm-hmm. that's um, giving waste a new life in the form of, you know, beautiful products that we are making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two, we're also helping our women start a new life. They're upskilling and, you know, they're starting a new life of their own. So it's kind of rebirth in multiple ways. But yes. it's look at look at it environmentally or from people's perspective. So couldn't have thought of, you know, okay. any other better word. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I, I do love the Nemo. I've loved it from day one. Yes. Um, and, and so I guess as we wrap up, what's what's next for Puna and what's your vision for like, because I know you've had a very successful launch. You you have everything as an e-commerce brand that you are doing as an amazing side hustle to your corporate job and having a young daughter. So what what would you what would you love to see happen with Puno over the next twelve months and beyond? Over the next twelve months, I want to like you know sort of be a bit more prominent in the corporate and business gifting space because again I'm all about I'm this data person, right? And you're gonna love I know. this. <laughs> The gifting industry, right, business, corporate gifting, and also general, you know, gifting industry, $242 billion industry, and of which um, the survey conducted just as of, you know, earlier in March 2023, the data says 54% of the recipients say they take the gift, they just it goes in the trash, not even reused, because they're just so fed up that they can't use it anymore, ends up in the trash. And also 40% of the business and corporate gifting actually ends up as landfill. So Puna wants to disrupt this industry. Mm-hmm. So I'm already looking at US, UK and other markets because there is interest now. So I want to change the landscape of corporate and business gifting market. We'll still have products for, you know, people to buy on our website. It's not about that. But the reason I'm going down this path is companies spend money towards gifts, right? So do they want to be spending money towards making more landfill or do they want to be spending money towards, you know, creating impact? So because their impact is environmental and also social. They're going to uplift our women and their communities, and they're also going to be solving the problem of landfill textile waste. So we want to, that's why, that's the whole reason we love partnering with businesses like you, Sarah, you know, where you share the similar brand value and, you know, ethics where you want to do greater good for the community while making money as well. There's nothing wrong in making money. I'm not saying no to that, but I think it's the concept of doing good as well. You can easily incorporate. You just need to look in the right place and partner with the right suppliers, right? And that's where we come in. So that's my plan for the next months. So wish me luck. Oh, look, I I don't think you need it, to be honest, because I'm certain... um, 
that it's going to all become true. And I guess one of the things that you mentioned about, because you're so good at project management, you're such a dream to run your business. Um, I'm really, really excited to see where it goes. And I'm excited to see your range um, grow because I know that you have your beautiful turmeric as your sort of foundation color. And then you introduce the blue, which I also love. But it's really exciting to see your business grow and flourish and to see where that's going to take you and your life, because I'm love to have you back in 12 months to hear how it's all gone. But um, I wanted to say, um, Priya, thank you so much for giving up your time to talk to me. Thank you for sharing your journey and your story with my listeners. Um, so just feel free to give your website a little plug so they can come and buy your beautiful products. Oh, thank you. We are at puna.com.au and Instagram, we are at puna.co. Uh, we are on Facebook as well, same at puna.co. Um, any support, I just want to assure people that, look, it's going back into the community so mm -hmm. you're doing something good for people and the planet and thank you so much for having me Sarah it's it's how do I say you know it's such a pleasure that I got um, this connection to you and then every time I talk to you you're always expanding my horizon and making oh. me think bigger and can I say again it's because of you not just going into business and corporate gifting you are the one who made me to say it's fine look in other markets as well and I'm now like, <laughs> right after like you know talk to people in the US and UK through my network and you know it's because you always give me that boost and and oh. that's what I love about you because you kind of elevate women around you. And oh. that's why you're such a fabulous business advisor and business <laughs> coach. So, and same, you're a dream to work with. And <laughs> oh my um, gosh. Yeah, thank, thank you, Frank. <laughs> I hope you listeners have enjoyed our absolute love in. As you can see, um, Priya and I dearly enjoy working together and have so much respect for each other. And it is a delight. I, sincerely hope every single one of you listening goes and checks out her beautiful tea towels and homewares range please support her because we want to make a bigger impact in everything that we do priya thank you for your time today and being my special guest on the social circus thank you sarah pleasure and to my listeners i will catch you the same time next week Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.